If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1147. So yesterday, the Star Wars show revealed two new vehicles from The Last Jedi, and the concurrent interview with Lucasfilm's design supervisor Kevin Jenkins suggests some ways that they might be being used in the new movie. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, I'm Anthony Bresnikan, covering the Star Wars galaxy for Entertainment Weekly, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Razor. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And let's kick things off with the new version of the All-Terrain Armored Transport. This one is the ATM-6, and that stands for the All-Terrain Mega Caliber 6, and the C in caliber is capitalized, apparently. And it's all about the big gun that is sitting atop the walker's body just behind the neck pointing out over its head. And this is something that's been talked about in various rumors and leaks and spoilers and whatnot. And strangely enough, it was being referred to as a gorilla walker. And there was no suggestion, at least that I recall or that I that I read anywhere deeply as to why they were called gorilla walkers other than their size, which is supposed to be two or even three times larger than the initial Imperial walkers. And there's a very fun bit in the interview from Kevin Jenkins about how they thought that they might use the old standard Imperial walkers to act like the scout walkers, comparatively speaking, with these new gorilla walkers. But the reason why they had been referred to as gorilla walkers apparently is because of their design. If you look at the front legs of the walker, you see that they actually sort of curl around on their metaphorical knuckles, if you will. So it's almost like looking at the posture of a gorilla. And Kevin Jenkins says that it was basically designed that way. Now, one of the things that isn't said in here, but just, you know, the fact that this is even possible when you look at this thing... I wonder how fast these things can go. I mean, you know, I'm not a fan of like zombie movies or anything like that, but I understand that there was some shock and awe delivered when the first movie showed up where the zombies started running full sprint as opposed to just stumbling and shambling along and that that was a really horrifying situation. So can you imagine if these walkers are actually able to gallop at anything resembling a jogging gait? I love the idea of that possibility, although the article does say that part of the reason for the current design was to make the cannon stable, make that giant mega caliber six cannon stable as it's walking along. So eh, maybe the running thing isn't happening, but gosh, that would be really awesome, especially then when you consider one of the other things that they talked about in designing this next iteration of a walker and Kevin was actually working directly with Ryan Johnson, according to the story about the designs on these things. And one of the things they talked about was how do you design the next level of walker that can also 
keep itself safe from being taken down by airspeeders or snowspeeders, right, with the tow cables. And so part of that is that they are more armored in the front, all the way up to the forearm, as Kevin Jenkins puts it. And so that, eh, I don't know, for me, like, I don't see that as being something that would automatically defeat a tow cable, right? Like, the only thing that seems like it would really be able to defeat a snowspeeder or an airspeeder, since they are technically airspeeders, right, that that would prevent a tow cable situation from working is if those things were moving at a decent clip. It seems like it would be a lot harder for an airspeeder with a harpoon and tow cable to be able to target and wrap one of those suckers. And then again, maybe with the new simian-like front legs to the thing, maybe it would be more likely and able to snap a tow cable or you know decide like oh i'm getting wrapped up by a tow cable let me stop for a moment and so let the (laughs) let the speeder go around me and tighten the cable up a little bit and then the walker's legs are strong enough to actually snap the sucker i don't know just when you read the article on starwars.com it seems like i can't quite put my finger on it but i'm not sure if they're talking around something like you know the question's are such that to answer them properly would be to reveal too much about the story. Or, I mean, in some cases, it almost seems like the design isn't even totally thought through at this point, which I'm sure that's not really the case. I think that it's being answered in a certain way, probably because they don't want to reveal something. Okay, you know what it is? It's the use of maybe in a couple of spots, right? So here's part of the answer from Kevin Jenkins. He says they've armored up the front or maybe they just cut the ropes because they are too big now. And later on, he says, maybe they could even sort of kneel down or something. So it's just those maybes. I mean, as far along as they are in the process, I don't think there's any maybe about anything anymore. You know what I mean? And so there's the other question, actually, that you want to ask, which in addition to how fast can these walkers move is, do those resistance speeders on crate have harpoons and tow cables, right? You know, the ones we saw them in the last Jedi teaser, they're flying over the salt covered red dust underneath surface of crate. And they look like sort of different variations on B wings that have been turned into speeders. We know Poe Dameron is flying one and we know Finn is flying one as well, but we don't necessarily know if they're equipped with the kind of weaponry that would be able to take down these gorilla walkers. Another mystery to be revealed in The Last Jedi. And you know what? I think I'm going to talk about the Dreadnought, the other ship in tomorrow's episode. But there is something else that I want to talk to you about after the break. And it has to do with a certain design approach that actually makes me feel a lot better about the designs of ships in The Force Awakens. Stay tuned for that. Hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside, you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash tfa welcome back so here's the thing in the interview for starwars.com that was conducted by dan brooks who is their senior content writer and editor of the blog he asked kevin jenkins about the origins of the walker right and so this is what came out of the conversation from kevin jenkins he said that he actually did this specifically and directly with ryan johnson and here's the bit i want to share he says 
Sort of halfway through pre-production, I talked to Ryan about what is a walker. We went through this whole discussion about iteration. Iteration to me makes more sense than random walker design. So we talked about the way a Sherman tank in World War II evolved into an Abrams tank for various reasons, or a chieftain tank, or a challenger, or whatever you want to say. And so we were trying to think about what made sense for a walker. Now, I haven't had any problems with the fact that, for example, First Order Stormtroopers pretty much look like regular Stormtroopers, right? They're not that far off, okay? And the First Order Star Destroyer, which is actually a battle cruiser, but be that as it may, it still looks very much like the original Star Destroyer, right? But funnily enough, all those lists, and ours included actually, talking about how The Force Awakens mirrored the original Star Wars, like that never came up, these design elements here. And maybe that's why. Maybe there's a deeper understanding about the fact that there could be some iterative design happening here, especially as we learn more about the evolution of the Empire in those 30 years between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, the fact that it was an Imperial remnant that was sent off into the unknown regions to rebuild. And so, of course, they would be looking at the designs they already have rather than trying to reinvent the wheel. And that actually, my friends, suggests an interesting line of thought about Supreme Leader Snoke and his background. But... I'm sorry to say that we do not have time to pursue it in today's episode. So I'll tell you what, let's make a deal. Let's talk about the Dreadnought on Friday's episode, and that'll be 1148. And then let's talk on Saturday about Supreme Leader Snoke on episode 1149. How about that? In the meantime, thank you, as always, for listening, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you test out your new robot hand, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not the Rebel Fleet, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.